0: Welcome to episode 55 Welcome. of Offbeat Tracks. I'm Welcome. Danielle. I'm Max. Yay, rhyming. Again. It still rhymed. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
1: Even when you say it, it rhymes.
0: <laughs> I did that one a little bit on purpose. I kept the rhythm up. That's okay. Um, yeah, so today we're talking about one of my silly favorites because I just love this crap. This mm-hmm. is just the crap that was made for me.
1: It's true. It's, it's just... very, I think, I feel like the more Euro something is, the more you're into it. <laughs>
0: yeah. The more the Eurocentric
1: things Danielle is all about <laughs> that we talk all about. About
0: it uh, today, we're talking about Baltimora.
1: Baltimore. Baltimore.
0: Italo disco, not too Italo disco-y, though. Like yeah, he was poppy, poppy Italo disco. but it was it
1: was yeah. definitely Italo.
0: Oh my god, super Italo. Um, I've loved Tarzan Boy for years. Yes. Um, one of my... One and I of think our- people
1: our age have, like, known that songs our entire lives.
0: Oh, yeah. You may not know that much about it, but you know the song. It just
1: keeps coming up in various media.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just... I don't know. It's just so silly and so gets in your head that you can't escape it. Um... Quick note, this is not a fact, but it's something that me and my friend Sean, who listens, hi Sean, have always said about Baltimore, this is a fake fact, but maybe it's true. We would always be like, Baltimore, oh yeah, it's Italian for Baltimore. <laughs> That's where they got their name. It's Italian for Baltimore, Max.
1: Well, I'm going to challenge you on that, because a source that I read <laughs> said, Italian for Baltimore. said that they took the name from a song that they heard on a Nina Simone album. And I did some research on that. I found this in an old magazine interview mm. with, with Jimmy McShane. Um, and I, I was like, okay, well, what Nina Simone album would have been around at the time? And she had a song uh, in 1978 called Baltimore. So that's probably what it was.
0: Well, they took the name of that song and were like, we're Italian. So what's Baltimore. Italian for Baltimore? So, Baltimora. So
1: let's talk about the two guys who kind of were Baltimora. Mm-hmm. So you had Jimmy McShane, who was yep. the front man of this group. He's uh, Irish. He was, he was from Northern Ireland. Yes. So... So I guess technically we have to say he's from the UK. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Jimmy McShane, (laughs) he was like an art school student, but he was kind of a singer, dancer, sort of jack of all trades. He was an EMT. Yes, that's true too. He, he he did work as an EMT. In I wonder school. if he
0: did CPR like whoa whoa whoa. whoa,
1: whoa. <laughs> oh, Tarzan boy, maybe that's why Tarzan boy is good to do chest compressions too. What it is. Mm-hmm. This is not actual medical advice, and please don't sue us if you do chest compressions to the beat of Tarzan boy. Yes, uh, we are not even trained in in CPR. What if we See, aren't. I don't even know what CPR is called? I almost got the name wrong, so don't take our medical <laughs> advice. Um, he was a backup dancer for a woman named D.D. Jackson. Mm -hmm. She was a singer, a British singer, kind of a pop soul singer. And he moved with her to Italy when he was touring. um, And that would have been in the early 1980s. And Mm -hmm. so he moved to Milan, Italy, and then kind of fell in love with it and stayed in the city. So then you have um, Maurizio Bassi, uh, who was the producer in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. Um, He was from Milano, Italy. Um, just around the corner there. And he actually, I don't know, did you know this? He released a single, like, under his own name in 1981.
0: I didn't know he released one under his own name.
1: <laughs> yeah, he did. It was called Arrivederci. And the uh, B-side I was... it's awesome. The B-side was di tutto un pop. <laughs> Which means, out of everything, a, a pop? A dad? I don't know what that means. I'm not, you know, no Italian here. <laughs> Um,
0: no Italiano. No Italiano. Uh,
1: <laughs> but I could not find this song anywhere, either of these songs. I looked and looked and looked and really? could not find them. Uh, okay. No. They, so I bet
0: they're awesome. Difficult
1: to find. But um, I did find one. He was part of another group called the Roger B Band. Yes. Oh. Yes. So they had this single in the air in 1983. And I'll we'll drop a clipy clip of that oh, right yeah. here. And you were loving him and
0: he was loving you. And I was coming down with a head. Yeah. it's so good yeah like very a, cute song <laughs> i had so much fun listening to that <laughs> Italo disco's the bomb
1: so these two link up and create Baltimora. and i i, I was re- i don't know if i should bring this up now or wait on this but um i found a blog post where a guy named tom hooker who is a, one of these dudes who's like in the italo disco community in the early 80s but he apparently drops this truth bomb that says that Jimmy McShane never actually sang a note. I
0: actually read that, too. That he
1: was the front man, but that it was really Maurizio Bassi who was singing on all these. So well, what do you think about that?
0: You know what? I don't care. It's still bomb Oh, No, music. I don't care
1: either. But do you think it's true?
0: Um, it could be. I don't I mean, know. I think I, it is. I mean, the, listen easily- listen to
1: his accents. Oh, the yeah. way he, like, that's not a, that's not a Northern Ireland accent. For a long time,
0: on, a long time I thought that they were purely Italian because they sound Italian, like, in Tarzan Boy, but I, I don't know, like, I can't tell. I'm not a forensic Baltimore investigator here. <laughs> a forensic Baltimore <laughs> investigator. The FBI. The FBI. <laughs> Twitter, watch out Trump will oh, actually man. change it to be the FBI is now
1: well, we have things to investigate regarding the 1985 single Tarzan boy I think this is the answer to Hillary Clinton's emails
0: wow it's really fake news that song there really fake
1: <laughs> oh my god the FBI well, here we, we have to get about. FBI hats now <laughs> forensic this baltimore is what uh, all of all further investigative research done on this show is now under the guise of the forensic baltimore investigation team oh, Shit,
0: i'm so excited oh man um anyway <laughs> jim comey's not doing anything anymore right yeah. yeah
1: there you go we need a new director of the <laughs> FBI. <laughs> Um, anyway. Anyway. Yeah, I'd, if you listen to the accents, like, play along with rashing, cross the forest, monk business. Like, uh, that's so that that's know. not, yeah, that's not an, that's not Irish. <laughs> that ain't Irish, and that ain't Jimmy singing. But I, it's, you yeah, know what, it's, it's fine. It's like you said, it's care. fine. He was a great front man. You know, his aesthetic worked for the group. It was fine. It I was still fine.
0: have yet to care about Billy Vanilli, so you're not going to have me bothered. About that's right, tomorrow. that's right,
1: that's right. So, yeah, Tarzan Boy is... So well known to people in our generation because it's been in so many movies. It was in a Listerine Mm -hmm. commercial in the early '90s. It was in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. It was in Beverly Hills Ninja. It was in The Wolfpack. Which don't you think it's weird that like all these ninja themed movies were picking this song out? Like,
0: well, it's got that like I don't know. It's got that kind of. But
1: Tarzan wasn't a ninja. He was no,
0: but it sounds like where you're like it's got that really cool like marching beat that's like got a little bit of silly action sound to it. All right, that's yeah. You're just like it pumps you up. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa." yeah, Yeah, it's like a chant. It's perfect.
1: It is. Um, so old Baltimore, by the way, do you know what people in Italy called Jimmy McShane? Because they thought like he was Baltimore. Cause yeah, you know, we I, never I saw felt, other guy, right? I referred
0: to him so as do, Baltimore. Do you know what
1: it, it, the Italian people's nickname for him was when they would like, when they'd see him like out in bars and on the street? Oh boy. They called him Balty, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> I read that in one of these magazine interviews. <laughs> they call him Balty. <laughs> so, so old Balty drops single number two, Woody Boogie. Um, um which Dude. it's like, oh, well, how do I stop people from thinking I'm a novelty act? Mm, how about a song called Woody Boogie? That ought to do the trick.
0: I don't know. Like, I think it's I think it's the perfect kind of follow-up to Tarzan Boy because you're on... Baltimore was never going to be anything but silly because Italo Disco right, is but, pretty much just ridiculous. But
1: Baltimore didn't get that at the time. They <laughs> okay. wanted to be serious.
0: I think they were probably more serious than a lot of Italo Disco people. Um, this is I'm going to find novelty. this... I'm going to
1: refine this magazine interview with him that I read with Jimmy McShane where... It was right before the second album came out. It was between album number one and number two, and he's talking about, "Well, I really, I really want to be taken more seriously on my second record, and I want people to see what kind of an artist did I am." He see what he eh, looked like? Yeah, and I'm thinking, dude, you didn't even sing a note on this record. Okay. Anyway, he um,
0: invented hammer pants. by the Yeah, way. he kind of did. He was, it was like wearing hammer pants. What are they called? Zubas?
1: Isn't that what those things are called?
0: Well, yeah, that was like an actual brand of them. I think that was big in the 90s. Yeah,
1: but with you're like, like the zebra. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were yeah. like the huge, poofy parachute pants, though. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he dressed very weird. He had those big, very goofy weird, glasses. very cute. No, I mean, I'd I like love it, his fashion. But I mean, it's just.
1: Um. So, Woody Boogie, I just gotta say, the music video rules. Yeah. There's this. There's this amazing shot where like people are manufacturing records, but they're like stamping the records, and then they like do a full 360 spin and turn back around and spin another. One. Oh, so cool! That's
0: how they were made, Max. It's true.
1: That's- I I, to- I totally believe that every Baltimore record pressing looked exactly like that.
0: It was a documentary, actually. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What would be Baltimore's last chart entry in the U.S. was uh, 1985's Living in the Background.
0: I find this so weird. Like, I don't understand how this song, like, charts in the U.S. and Canada. Well,
1: I actually do get it, because no, no, like... the Woody Boogie was the second single chosen overseas, so we should be clear about that. Woody mm-hmm. Boogie was in Europe, that was the single number two. In the U.S. and Canada, it was Living in the Background. Okay. And, and it makes sense because it sounds like Johnny Hates Jazz. And that was the kind of yeah. thing that was getting big in the U.S. at the time, so and it worked. I mean, they hit number eighty-seven with the song, so they did. They did chart again on the Hot One Hundred, not super well, but they did.
0: Yeah, I think maybe it's just because it's like not my bag. I like Woody Boogie better. Um, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, it's yeah, just, living in the background is boring. It's just a long song. Mm-hmm. And It's just like I don't know. It doesn't fit. Like of all things to go after Tarzan Boy, you're going to go with that.
1: I agree. And if you had given me a list of five 80s artists with baltimore on there i would not have picked him i would mm-hmm. have picked i would have picked him fifth as for who recorded this song <laughs> i would have guessed like cindy lopper before i guessed baltimore on oh, who yeah. recorded this song yeah, yeah. Did drop one more single off this record called Jukebox Boy and another great music video.
0: Yeah, I love this. I just love th- it so these much. really
1: great, like you know, real camera shots mixed with animations, kind of Peter Gabriel esque. A year before he did it,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Baltimora is I can't call him Jimmy McShane, he's just Baltimora. I'm sorry, Balty. He's Balty. Balty over here, if you want to see the hammer pants, like he is full Balty. In this video. It's so silly, and the song is so silly and dumb, but it's fun, and I think it's catchy, and I love this. I love it. It's become insane. For
1: kind, take your time. Make a for just a dime. this very serious follow up record that we finally got that Balti couldn't wait to drop on the world and show everyone what a serious artist he was
0: and how cool his ponytail got
1: That's right. Came out in 1987.
0: <laughs> Watch out world. <laughs> Balti's got a ponytail. That's
1: right. And uh, this album was called Survivor in Love and he dropped a really really cute first single off of it I really called like Kiki Karimba. I like it. Very cute song. It's um, very
0: 1987. It is. Too. It's very
1: straightforward 80s pop. Just fits right in with whatever everything else that was going on in
0: 1987. It's not, <laughs> it's not overly Italo disco. Like if you heard this song, you wouldn't be like Italo disco. No, no, definitely you know, not. Cliché crap. Like, it- and
1: there's like this woman kind of talking and chanting here and there's, which is a very 80s thing to do mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love this one. Yeah. It's cute. released a single that unfortunately got no attention, and I'm kind of bummed that it didn't, um, with a lady named Linda Wesley, and it was called Global Love. Um, I did a little research on her. She's from Chicago. She was an American singer Mm -hmm. from Chicago, and she worked with a lot of Italo disco artists, including Baltimore whistleblower Tom Hooker.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Baltimore whistleblower. (laughs)
1: I'm just saying, he did supply the FBI <laughs> with the correct information that allowed us to blow the lid wide open on the whole Baltimore uh, lip-syncing sham. I'm
0: having a dolphin's feelings moment.
1: That's okay. Take all your time. Oh, uh, yeah, this this song. Um, hmm. I think this song was actually a little bit ahead of its time. It was it, a little bit. It was. It sounds kind of Eurovision-esque, actually, it doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it's like uh, yeah. It's very I'll like we're all that.
1: we're all one world. We're all one people. We're gonna come together. That's that's kind of what what they did here
0: they could have been trying to do that with maybe this song it a lot of times it didn't go well it didn't yeah i don't really i don't really care for this song that much it's okay but i don't know i just want balty being balty this isn't balty that's me.
1: that's right listen to me don't close the gate that fast my you can go on something if it's gone hey, 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 hey. all that you said Side my head,
0: you try to do what's right, but wrong is wrong.
1: Oh, lady, you're as present as a fire, lady. You're a rhythm in the dragon's sea. We would only ever get one more single out of Old Balti, which was 1987's Call Me in the Heat of the Night. I love this because. <laughs> This looks like somebody now trying to be from the 80s. Like down yeah. to the single art and everything. It's just like what's an 80s song title? How about we do this like night drive song with these loud crashing drum machines and like, you know, synth pads and we'll call it Call Me in the Call Me in the Heart of the Night. Like That's so
0: it is very, very of the time. Yes. Um, Yeah, it's I love this song. Like it's upbeat. I do, too.
1: And I don't think it's just because they had a song called Call Me. Doesn't it sound like Go West a little bit to you? Oh, yeah,
0: totally. This is very Go West. Like it's upbeat, but also very melodic and dreamy. Yeah. Yeah. I really like this song. It's a good song.
1: I'm going to plug another of my favorite modern artists here, as I do from time to time. Um a guy named F M eighty four. That's a good one. Yeah. He um if you like this kind of music, go go um, check out his record Atlas. Because this, this like Call Me in the Heart of the Night kinda of reminded mm-hmm. me of his his whole aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of the, effectively the end of Baltimora.
0: Yeah, I mean they that 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 whole album didn't really hit a little bit in Italy, but nowhere anywhere else. So they were just like, you know what, we're done. Yep. With this, and let's move on.
1: Basi, he I could only find one more recent credit from him that was not just like on a compilation album with Baltimora mm-hmm. songs. Um, he was on. <laughs> he has an arrangement credit on an album by some Italian dude named Eros Ramazzotti that came out ten years ago in two thousand seven. So I don't know if he's just retired from music or is not. I I don't know what he's up to now, but that was the most recent credit of his that I could find. And then, of course, Jimmy McShane passed away from age-related complications Mm in 1995. Yep. Um, But Baltimore is, I, I don't know, how do you see Baltimore's legacy?
0: They'll always be silly Baltimore, I think. Or at least, you know, for most of the world. I think, you know, they'll always be Tarzan Boy. Yeah. That's what they'll be, the silly Tarzan chant in a pop song.
1: But I think that's okay.
0: No, I think it's fine. You know, I'm totally that, into it.
1: That song has transcended generations. Mm-hmm. It's You still hear it.
0: Mm-hmm. Most
1: people know the song. I'm not going to say everybody knows that song. It's not like I Know What Boy's Like was last week. But I think that most people know Tarzan Boy.
0: Oh, yeah. I think they may not even know who Baltimore is. They may not know who does it. They may not know the name of the song, but they know that song. Like, it's just, it's been so many places, and it's so huge, and I have a pair of Baltimora glasses. I have a big, round, red pair of glasses, because Baltimora is life. That's right. He's a fashion icon. <laughs>
1: Sorry. He kind of, I mean, he kind of was. He <laughs> kind of. All right, well, we have to go uh, figure out how we're going to start an, uh, the FBI properly. Yeah. we going to go get our 5013C paperwork together. <laughs> Can continue our pop music investigations.
0: Forensic, well, we'll the have forensic to, Baltimore forensic
1: Baltimora investigations. We'll have
0: to we'll have to get in we'll have to get in touch with uh Baltimore whistleblower Tom Hooker.
1: Yeah. Oh dude, yes. That's yeah. our director right there. Forget Comey. Baltimore <laughs> <laughs>
0: whistleblower Tom Hooker. <laughs> Noted
1: Baltimore whistleblower Tom Hooker. All right. Well we better get out of here before Danielle has not a- enough oh, of a dolphin's God. feelings moment
0: yeah um
1: you can get at us on our website it's offbeattrackscast.com.
0: and also we're on twitter if you have um ideas for who should be director of the new the fbi FB, the real fbi <laughs> if you will we're on twitter at offbeat
1: yes so uh we'll see you next week i'm max i'm danielle see ya